What the Friday? Wait a minute. Let me let me adjust my my stuff. <laughs> Your bra straps. <laughs> Mine are always falling off or too tight or. I don't think women realize how much they do that. I don't think so. I think it's the equivalent of ball scratching. Yeah, I don't do that a lot in public, <laughs> but I noticed that a lot of guys. My generation. A lot of guys. It's, Shock! Yeah, your generation. My generation of males does it a lot. Can't keep their hands off their balls. I wonder. I I am really curious about this. Like, did some rapper do it in a video, or at some point they went, "Oh, that's cool." And why is it so know. universal? Because it wasn't just. It's my from my high school. I remember in high school, met the boys were always scratching their balls. Yeah, that wasn't that way when I was in high school. Yeah, you don't touch your stuff. You know what? I think it might be you don't exfoliate them. <laughs> <laughs> I really well, that's mean a topic unto itself. <laughs> I really mean that because because you don't. I don't penis do... and and testicle exfoliation. <laughs> testicle. That's exfoli what we've been doing all this time. Who knew? That's what you're missing. <laughs> I think it's part of it. I think you got to exfoliate and moisturize the balls. I think that is essential. <laughs> but you don't think about it. You know what I mean? There's actually PSA. There's there are a lot of guys out there going, well, how would that be any different than what I'm doing now? Well, let me tell you, <laughs> you buy, you Google, Google Japanese plastic washcloth. Cause I don't remember what it's called, but I have one. Why would anybody Google Japanese? Because what? I tell them to. <laughs> so Zach gave everybody in the building Japanese. These they're like made out of plastic. They're antimicrobial washcloths that are these long things uh -huh. they won an invention of the year whatever year they were made they're really long they exfoliate and they don't smell or keep bacteria or anything <laughs> exactly exactly like that exactly. <laughs> so i think for ouch, ouch, yeah ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> yeah i think it would help i think it would help i actually think that would be it and then slather on some lotion before you pop on those boxer briefs and you're good no more ball scratching. <laughs> Welcome to What the Friday with Bill and Morgan Birch, father and daughter, <laughs> with a conservative Christian the background that we've clearly forgotten. <laughs> so, what'd you call it? Japanese what? I know it's Japanese. I know it's plastic. I know it's antimicrobial. So just Google Japanese, you'll find it. <laughs> Japanese plastic. Antimicrobial washcloth. I'm going to see if it comes right up. I bet it will. It does not. No pun intended. <laughs> it does not. Oh, I found it. It's, it's, I found it. I found it. Uh, it, uh, I found a knockoff. So just Google what I just said to Google and you'll find something that'll help your boss. <laughs> <laughs> if it's an issue for you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how my brain works, but I was thinking about nobody else does. <laughs> I know. I, uh, so divorce. So uh, it's not. I don't know how this is attached, but um, divorce. I was watching. There's it, Brad Pitt is suing Angelina Jolie uh, because they own a vineyard. Well, he still owns half of it, and it like, grew exponentially, and then she sold her shares in it uh -huh. to a Russian oligarch, but they had an agreement that 
neither of them would sell shares without the other one's consent. And so she sold them. And so Uh-oh. now Brad Pitt is suing her for not getting his consent and believes that she did it, at least according to the lawsuit. So to cause maliciously, maliciously, some kind of harm, some legal word harm, like her intent was to get to lash out at him. And I was thinking about, I just think, and it made me spiral into this whole thought process of like divorce is so relationships, breakups and divorce are so wild because this person you would die for because you would die for them once they wrong you in your own mind, it like can turn so sour. And you're like, I once wanted to die for you, but now I just want you to die painfully yeah. and slowly. Yeah. It's sad. It just goes to show how, how soft the human species is. Soft. But what do you mean? If it's just, I think oh, we're just we're bad, stupid. Poor People are stupid. Yeah, that too. That's one of the many things that we're. we're I think we're you. We're especially as as bad we at confrontation are. now. Because you okay? Because you can avoid it, and I think confrontation is the key ah. to peace. You have to, if you nip things in the bud, right? Like if I'm afraid of confrontation, I will wait until I'm about to burst before I say something is wrong. But if I'm not afraid of it, then as soon as something feels a little off, I go, something feels a little off to me. Does it feel off to you? So who's most afraid of confrontation? Angelina Jolie or Brad Pitt? Oh. Huh. Okay. Okay. TikTok. TikTok. For fun. I would say, um, I would have said Brad Pitt before this story but now that this story is out i would say angelina jolie if it's true but if who knows true, right. i don't i i don't blame him because if you take the if you take the divorce thing off yeah, of just it just from a pure business, business yeah if i'm a business partner with somebody i'm a business partner with them because i want to be a I'm a partner with them yes yeah, yeah. not with anybody yeah you know it, and if they just if suddenly they flippantly I have a different business partner, mm-hmm. especially if it's equal. Uh-huh. I, I have no idea what the story is here at all, but if they're equal I shares, whole, I just that's the basics. That's like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But how movie esque is that? You said Russian oligarch. I know it felt very like okay. Did she ch- deliberately choose the person who mm-hmm. would most irritate him? <laughs> yeah, I wonder what I wonder what that conversation was like. Did they make that deal over dinner? Oh, Angelina Jolie and the Russian oligarch? Yeah. God, she's so classy, though, and she's so beautiful. I I don't know if she is. I just mean in the way she looks. That's beautiful. Uh, don't get me wrong. The way she looks, yeah. The way she looks. But I don't know function, if her personality is. Yeah. You know, the stuff that... And you don't know if the stuff you see is true. Because, well, I, frankly, see, I don't think 100% of anything we see is true. Accurate. True. Because even, in, pers- even anyway. in person, 100% of the stuff we see isn't true. Like if I meet you in person, but, it's still not a clear true. picture. Also, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are actors who have intensely studied how to be charming on top of being naturally charming. So there was this interview with Conan O'Brien that, well, Conan was interviewing Russell Brandt, okay? And Russell Brandt, and Conan is talking about some celebrity who's having a lot of drama. And mm-hmm. yeah. Conan says, you know, I interviewed him. He seemed really great. And Russell Brand goes, of course he seemed great. <laughs> Anybody can seem great for 10 minutes. I can seem great for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Russell Brand. I He's love awesome. He is 
the best journalist currently out there, which is wild. What time are we living in that I'm like, Russell Brand is the best journalist think, of our time. You know, I, yeah. I, Have you seen his I videos? I thought he was. Yeah, I've been watching his videos a little bit more. When, uh, he seems, he's a, he, okay, I'm going to be critical of Russell Brand. Okay, he, do it. Which is not good to do because he'll see this. I know that he follows everything that I do <laughs> and he'll be on me like a fly on shit. So. <laughs> Yes, he's, or him in the 90s on cocaine. He's getting a little bit into the conspiratorial thing, which also Joe Rogan is doing. I think they're, they're both kind always of... always been conspiratorial. Yeah, but he's just like dipping a little further and, and maybe I'm just seeing more of it. I think I'm you're just seeing more, more of it, it because he has... I mean, Alex Jones is one of his good friends and he's had Alex Jones on the podcast since the beginning of the podcast, the king of conspiracies. And Eddie Bravo. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Johnny Bravo on his podcast. <laughs> Please go yeah, as Johnny. Please go as Johnny Bravo this year. Get a like a plastic <laughs> orange wig. Wouldn't know, that be the best costume like ever? <laughs> and, and then you with the black t shirt. Big shoulder just, pads. <laughs> just big pads. Just big shoulder pads, like football pads. You should definitely mm -hmm. do that. I think you should definitely please do that. Hey, your mama. <laughs> That's funny. Best, anyway. one of the best cartoons of all time, I think. I think Johnny so. Bravo. I really pretty like underrated too. Probably for good reason, but if I really liked it, it does not surprise me. I don't know. I feel like you've got great taste, <laughs> but maybe that's because I we have really similar taste. That could be. I've become. My taste is more like more and more like you. You know how people say women are like they, you become your mother and men they become their father. I think I'm becoming my father. <laughs> <laughs> Especially cuz Dan is very similar to mom in a lot of personality ways and it, it really, really highlights how similar I am to you. <laughs> I'm like oh god, I'm becoming my father. Like I I well, now I want to watch I choose action movies over any other kind of movie now but in high school it would have been romance so i don't know when that switched but now I'm like, yeah, because you've got you've got plenty of romance in your life as it is now and you right. don't need to go outside of your marriage life for that or whatever you want to call <laughs> your thing your together thing <laughs> my married life <laughs> i've been dating him for four months so what's the problem <laughs> I know when we move at breakneck pace. The joke that his friends have is we're we're on lesbian time. We like we met, he wooed me, and then we were like, all right, let's move in. <laughs> how is that how is that lesbian time? I don't get that. Is that are it's, you saying that lesbians tend to move pretty fast in the relationship yes. in the early parts of the relationship? Ask Jack. Jack said that about us too. Jack yeah, she um yeah. She was like, that's just what happens with women. If there are two women, almost always it's like, hey, we get along pretty well. Let's be, let's uh, be married now. <laughs> like, let's <laughs> just super committed super quickly. That'll be interesting to see if, if anybody watches this and uh -huh. if they happen to be lesbians, I'd yeah. love to know if they agree with that or not.
Yeah, I would too because I almost everyone has. I think it would be the opposite for men. Said that. Yeah, generally. I think gay males would be like, "We can do that tomorrow." Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not in a hurry. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Take their time. No rush. I'll keep some stuff both places. I'm not in a hurry. I don't know why. I don't know why. What it is about the two of us that that happened, but some kind of codependent personality. Style. I like Dan. How many I times have I said that? I know. I love that. That's your catchphrase. I like Dan. <laughs> I've always liked when Dan. I was on the fence and I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know. You'd be like, well, I like Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like him. And I don't think you said that about anybody else I've dated. You've never been like, I really like him. I like him a lot. So you are in large part responsible for us dating. Oh, I hope it's not my fault. <laughs> if it's bad, you mean? If it's bad. Yeah, if it's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to save that attitude for your 25th wedding anniversary. And if it's still working out, then I'll take credit. Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, 25 How years How old later. would you be? Okay, let's say let's say I got married to Dan in two years. That's 27 well, years depends. from now. Do you count the years after you die? 77 is how old you would be, right? No, 87. No, 87. You would be 87 at my 25th wedding anniversary. Uh, if you got, no, I'm, I'm turning 60. So if I got married right now, I'd be um, 85. No, but I'm saying if I got married in two years. In two years. Okay. 87. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, what do you think about weddings? Um, a lot of pomp and circumstance. With a room full of people going, I wonder if this will last. But the dinner's great. Do you think that the do you like to attend them? Do you think they're overrated? Um, I don't know. I haven't been to a wedding for quite a while. You kind of do that in phases, you know. Um, All your like, friends get married and then they don't. Yeah, you and your friends get married, so you're going to each other's weddings, and then you get older. Um, and since your mom and I have no friends, we don't go to any weddings. <laughs> we actually moved away from all our friends. So what few weddings we would have had an opportunity to go to, we just didn't go to. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, think, I, I think it's up to you. It's a, it's an, you can turn it into a great experience. Well, um, I got two. Okay. So Jim Gaffigan talks about, makes fun of them. Who is Jim Gaffigan? Jim Gaffigan, um, the comedian? Yeah. He's like one of the most famous comedians in the world. Uh, you know what? Whoever is your top list of five comedians at that time, they are the most famous comedians in the world. No, that's not true. I say one of the best comedians in the world, but I'm right now I'm saying one of the most famous. He's and one this of, is one of Morgan's traits that's just like mine, which is <laughs> I'll find a way not to be wrong here. <laughs> I am that's not wrong. True. I am not wrong, and I have a very well structured argument to to prove that. Structuring, structuring, structuring right now. Like it's fun. I mean, you trained me to do it. Right. I kind of miss it. I don't have a lot of opportunities to do that in my life, and I'm like wondering. Where a lot of people don't tolerate it. People don't like it generally. Of it's a I, very yeah. lawyer. I mean, it's a lawyer thing. It's a great way to be if you're a lawyer mm -hmm. to think on your feet and be able to respond quickly to somebody's aggressive right. but only so, if you're a litigator back to the comedian right What's sorry so so he has a, he has a joke <laughs> he has a joke about weddings and he says that women get to 
dress up like a pretty, pretty princess and then pretend all of the people are part of their kingdom and they get together with their their chosen prince and it's like a day to work out, you know, a fairy tale. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. I think that's true. It's true and it's expensive. And when I was a little girl, I really wanted to get married. And the whole reason was I loved the idea of having that many people watching me. <laughs> You are the lead in your own play. Exactly. I was like, I love this. But now that I'm older, I I feel like it's kind of stupid. But also, one of the very few rituals that we have in our culture. We have a very secular culture, and I think rituals are are important to humans. Mm -hmm. And so I think I'm trying to figure out what would be the balance of having that. Why is this a topic of conversation? (laughs) because lesbian time (laughs) well what do you think would be fun to talk about size of my boobs the size of your boobs you think you're a a b cup now you're still an a you're not quite still an a i think i'm still trying (laughs) to learn to enjoy them i mean i like fondle them a little bit but i'm just not getting anything out of it damn (laughs) are your nipples that's the question Um, I think all men's nipples are sensitive because you can flick, you know how you guys play that game where you flick nipples? Well, that's different though. You know, the high speed impact of the tip of your fingernail right across the tip of your perpendicular edge of your nipple is a totally different thing. You know, you Um, don't do that. I don't do that when I'm like, um, I don't guys would not do that when they're dating and they certainly wouldn't do it when they got married unless they just want to make their wife mad for fun. But I, that's a challenge. That's a challenge for everybody that's out there married. When your wife's laying there with no clothes on and she's on her back and asleep oh and you've got a free shot. <laughs> Bam! I like your assumption let's that everyone see how sleeps sensitive naked. they are. <laughs> of course after after being married this long you, the, the the nipples are sticking out to the side while they're sleeping if you've given childbirth i think that i think that it all depends on the size of your mine will be i've mine will be. i'm devastated i'm really scared about it christina and i made a pact when we were living together we were like all right after we have children if we have children once we're done we'll both go get breast reduction surgery there you go because we both have large breasts for our frame and we just are like, it's, they're going to be so bad. They're going to be terrible. Uh, Doctor, what's this hole that's between my breasts? That's hole your belly between button. my breasts? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's your belly button. <laughs> no, no worries, madam. This oh, is totally God. under control. God, Let it's me devastating. get a Q-tip and clean that baby out. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh uh, do you wash your belly button deliberately? Uh, sometimes. Or is it just yeah. like you kind of, you just assume it's clean because I didn't wash my belly button and it's super gross and I didn't realize. And now I know better. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good to know. I, but now I wash it. It's super clean. Dan was like cleaning out his this belly button. kind of funny. And I was like. Oh, <laughs> that's a different smell. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was so bad. 
Yeah, you just, I don't know, take a wash rag and. Yeah, I do that do now. I do that now. It's part of my system. <laughs> you know what? That's a that's a really interesting topic uh, that um, has to do with parenting, getting married, having kids. Yeah. It's like, what do you really train your kids to do? Yeah. You know, so that you're little, like when you were little, 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 and we're giving yeah. you a bath, we yeah. would have like taken the rag and stuck our finger in the back of the rag and pushed yeah. it in your belly button but real you quick and when you were the inside of your ears. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't do that. And you don't, you really don't get into the depths of personal hygiene. Like I've bet a lot of guys, their dad doesn't teach them to shave. Yeah, they just kind they of just kind of watch out. them and then they figure it out. I wonder how many people don't clean their belly buttons and are going to listen to this and be like, oh, let me try and then get grossed out and clean their belly buttons from now on. I can't be the only one. Am I just I would, super disgusting? I, I would be surprised if there were very many. <laughs> it seems like such a natural thing to do. I didn't. Well, to be fair, I, I would like wash my stomach, but I didn't go up because you know how there's an end. Up? No. Yeah, you know if you put your finger in your up belly button and up and in and up, it ends. It's in and up. Mine doesn't go in and up. Mine goes in and up, and I didn't realize. That. So I just like what? I just didn't know until. Recently. I would have assumed you were very self-aware that way. I would too. That's what shocked me about it because I, you know, stare at myself in the mirror so much. Just not low enough to realize. Hey. Kidding. There's a hole here. I should check this out. This I is what I'm not familiar this. with. Yeah. I mean, I had other holes that were more interesting. I'm sorry. I regret it. I regret it. I regret it. I'm so sorry, Dad. You set, you literally, I mean, you set me up for it. It's your own. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, the book that I sent you, Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. I gotta get turn my light up so I don't look so flush. There. Okay. <laughs> Can you see me blushing now? Can you see the red in my face? I just no. Oh my no, god. No, she didn't say that. No. <laughs> you look insane. <laughs> like you painted your face white. <laughs> you did white face. Um <laughs> um <laughs> the book i sent you adult children of emotionally immature parents yeah that was a fun text to get <laughs> let me pull that up let context. me share that with let me share that with somebody let's see so i get this text <laughs> what was it i sent oh, text my, to you and oh wait mom. wait wait it was in a group chat. that's why it's different yeah to you and mom i said it's just the link to the audio book. <laughs> yeah, so here, so out of the blue, two o'clock yesterday afternoon, bing, phone chimes. Oh, a text from Morgan. Cool. And what is it? It's a link to a book, Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Let it go, honey. Let it go. <laughs> My dad goes, There's nothing we can do about it now. Let's go on. <laughs> I respond. That's what was my response. Ouch! Ouch! I know. I went. Why? Oh! <laughs> I was like, I met your parent because uh, I don't know how much of it's going to be applicable to you or not. Dan and I are reading it, but um, you, know, you had you a know, very I think unique all, upbringing, so I think it would. I think be helpful. 
all all parents are immature, all of them. And that's why yes. when parents become grandparents, they're like, this is going to be good. Yeah. Because now show me, show me how it's done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, you're overwhelmed. You didn't sleep at all last night. You can't make enough money. Right. Your kids need clothes that you can't pay for. They're yeah. not wanting to eat the food that you gave them. They got in yeah. a fight with somebody or somebody's picking on them and they're getting bullied. I agree. Um, and you're like supposed to know the answers to how to deal with those questions. And you're like your parents what? and you're like, uh, let me go talk to your mom in the other room real quick. And <laughs> do about this. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what do you know? The parents are like this. Maybe, uh, maybe we should call the parents. Maybe we should call the school. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should get them new clothes. Maybe we should not have them in that. Maybe we should make them do that. Should they, should we make them finish this? Because I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to put my foot down. Don't do that. Yeah. Being a parent matures you to some degree. It does. That's how you get mature. You, you use your kids as a tool to mature. That's horrible. Hopefully you mature some before having the kids. I mean. It helped. I like hell, I, some people still have their kids chained in the basement. So, oh, that's true. That's so sad and true. There's actually a dude that was on uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's show like two years ago, and he was one of those kids. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was like he he was just uh, kind of calling in, and he was explaining what he was trying to start his own business, and he was explaining his background, and Gary, Gary V plus everyone listening and in the room was like. What? <laughs> what did you just say? Oh, and I was chained to my bed for 14 years. Yeah, I was years. trapped in the basement with my sisters. We weren't allowed to be out until we didn't get out and see anybody else until we were 12 or 14 or whatever age. And we were like, it was a wild story. How do you recover from that? Be. But God yeah, bless books about, like this, you know, for helping us. Because mature. it gets slipped into people that are that old. No, after Why? that. Right, like after oh, that, I, you know, I you see. have oh for the kids. Yeah, for the kids. All right. Yeah, I well, mean, I, I, I think a lot that, of parents are immature. Um, I and think I suggest yeah. do not send a link to that book to your parents without like some kind of a <laughs> some kind of preamble. Context. I think Something. it's a good book for. It, it's been really interesting just to help empathize with um, other people and recognize. I bet. It's you know, really eye opening, and it's yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I well, I was going to say, I think I true. I you know, all joking aside, I think yeah. all parents have their areas of immaturity, and I'm sure that immaturity has some has impacts on kids. Yeah. Some in a good way, some not in a good way. But I don't. I always think it's it's great to get a, a even in that book, um, even if twenty percent of it matches. Yeah. All right. Well, there's twenty percent to get a good understanding of. Yes, yes, because you can never learn enough. It's not about trying to figure out who to blame. It's trying to take responsibility for your own life and be like, okay, what blind spots are there? Because I have, no. I have blind spots, and I because by their no. nature, I don't know what they are. Right. <laughs> so I work really hard on my like belly buttons. <laughs> like belly buttons. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was kind of hoping to edit out the belly button thing, but now I can't. <laughs> Dang it! that. Oh, uh, yeah, but I have Nothing blind spots. Not transparent. By the, I know. Like, yeah, I have a compulsion. For your belly button, which has been holding out on you. Yeah. Imagine that. Years, 
I hope she doesn't see me. I hope she doesn't see me. We've gotten by this far. Oh, I'd hate to have to go through what the other orifices in her body to go through. <laughs> the Japanese exfoliation wash rag. <laughs> Keep that thing away from me. How do you invert that? Do you use it on your belly button. So mortified. I was like, I was so mortified. <laughs> when, oh wait, 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 wait. So and disco- discover Japanese wait. exfoliating rag in one hand, long oh. and skinny. Yeah. Hanging down over your belly button. Uh-huh. Thumb, thumb goes in belly button with exfoliating rang between if you're them. you're teaching me and how pull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Belly button clean and exfoliated. <laughs> you could just twist too. The twist method's doing great now that I know. I like, well, it's long and thin for a reason. I think that's, you need a third it's hand though. If you want to go back thing. and forth, either that or you have your, your mate. Hold it for you. Say, could you put your finger right here for me for just a minute? Why would you have to pull it? Why can't you just put your finger in it and go twist, twist, twist? Because twist, that's twist, not twist. how you use the Japanese exfoliating yes, rag. It it's long and thin <laughs> for a reason. So hey, that you it, could put it between your legs and go like this and it would clean your stuff. That's one of many angles from which you can use it. It's to give you more Always versatility. Always like this. I don't think you can <laughs> use it any other way. Imagine watching your face like void this. if you don't use what? it that way. <laughs> Imagine washing your face like this. La, la, la. <laughs> like a car wash. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, we have, I feel like we all have blind spots. And so reading books like that and looking for them helps us start to see the blind spots and get better. Okay. You know, at areas so, we didn't even need to know. So we what, is a blind, what is a blind spot that I have that you can share that I won't get mad about? <laughs> that is so, so narrow. <laughs> Um, I think you ignore your childhood and how it affected you and the fears that it's instilled in you. And it causes you pain to this day because of those habits. That's what I think. That's fair. Yeah. Which is why I sent you that book. (laughs) Okay. Well, at least it's an audio book. Yeah, it's great. Reading is a weakness of mine. Changing the topic, looking at you with all your books. You actually read. I do. I haven't. I haven't read much since starting dating Dan, and this week I I uh, started reading before bed again, mm-hmm. and it's so nice. <laughs> I yeah, loved yeah. it. I love. I love. It. I love to buy books. I literally buy them with the idea that this time I'm, I'm going to read it. it. I mean, yeah, me I, I buy books like I go on diets. This time's for real. <laughs> that's a really good joke, Dad. That's really good. We should write that one down for a stand-up list if one day you'll do it. <laughs> I read books like I do diets. I read books the way I do diets. This time, I'm actually going to do it. I'm actually going to finish it. <laughs> so true. So I have this true. big, fat book. I so I don't know how I do that. In that I, I just don't have me. any sense of self-awareness because I'm, I'm listening to something. Yeah. And I like this. Uh, uh, big investment guru type of guy has a big fat book and I'm listening to him and I'm thinking, Oh, I got to get that. I got to learn that. I got to, I got to get in. I'm going to do that. This is going to be really good. I'm going to get that book. And thanks to Amazon's buy it now habit, you know? Oh, oh God, that thing. You know, 20 seconds later, I got it coming, you know? Yeah. And then it shows up. I'm like, Oh yeah, here's my book. Bunk. And it says there and like, I'm going to read that yeah. someday. And, you know, well, but you don't hear that voice. And, yeah. So every night I go to bed, I look at my nightstand. I'm like, oh, yeah. 
yeah, there's that book. Yeah. Ah. I think. <laughs> I pick it up and I can see the dust area because I haven't cleaned off the dust. How long it's been there, the big square. Like, oh, that's the a one sign. area that has it. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this is a disappointing and unexpected mm. mirror for my personality. <laughs> um, yeah, they I, show up all too often. I think the difference, because I think about this, I've actually. I thought about this a lot. Like, what is the difference between somebody who will actually sit down and read and will not? And I don't know for other people, but with me, like, what's the difference between the phases of my life where I actually sit down and I want to read a physical book and I actually do mm -hmm. it and the phases where I just buy books and don't touch them. <laughs> and it's, it's a, it's a, uh, it's the vision aspect. So you know how you visualize stuff mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, uh, that like when I have a positive experience with a book in that spot and that couch, like having that spot on that couch where I read the book, it's like, it's a place that's safe and free. There are no notifications. I'm learning something or immersed. I always learning something. Cause I don't let myself read fantasy anymore. <clears throat> so like, because I have that positive association now, then when I start to get anxious or overwhelmed by notifications or struggling, trying to choose what thing to watch, I go, oh, you know where I never feel like this with a book in my hands. So it becomes like a respite from the world. I think that's ah. the, the difference when it becomes when it's not an obligation, but it's a it's a like a spa retreat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not homework. It's. It's a place I get to escape to. That's that's when. So you started reading at night. Yeah, I still don't have a like a habit. I but if I have time and Dan and I are not trying to spend time together, then I that's what I end up doing. Yeah, like I had insomnia last night because of the heat, and I took a bath and read *Man's Search for Meaning* in the bathtub. How long were you in that bathtub? I was in the bathtub for a while. <laughs> but, oh, I got a, I got a weed Is card. Is that good for your skin? No. So I try not to stay in there for too long. I read more. What's too long? I wasn't in there for very long. I don't, I, I'm a quick, I'm quick bather. I probably 10 minutes. Oh, okay. I thought it was be and then I that. read, and then I read and. Um, outside of the bathtub because I'm paranoid about my skin becoming super wrinkly and dry. So I put a lo lot of lotion on. Anyway, <laughs> I don't want to have Your skin like yours. Will be glad to hear that. <laughs> we have you. the same skin skin same skin type. So, um, <clears throat> damn it, reading. <laughs> <laughs> I had a thing and I thought I was going to take us in a direction. <laughs> It's reloading, but it's going really slow. The connection must be bad. It's going so slow. I can't remember. I can't remember at all. Oh, heat. Oh, weed. So I got a weed card um, for <laughs> because I have because I have I've been having if I drink caffeine, I have crazy period cramps. Like, okay, fetal position. Don't move period cramps. Plus. It sounds fun. So I got, so I got a weed card and, um, it's the, the weed that we have. What is incredible. a weed card? It's a card, a medical 
card so that you can legally How do you do that? Do you go to the doctor and say, hey, I want a weed card? No, you. they have a bunch of websites. So if it's allowed oh. in your state, then you go to a website like Veraheal, that's where we went, <clears throat> and then you um, have an appointment with a doctor virtually, and then you get a weed card for $200, yeah. And then you go That's to dispensaries and get stuff. I know it's. I mean, it's brilliant because it's it's our it's the arbitrage of the di the difference between federal and state. So you have to you have to get it, but it's decriminalized. So you have to have it a license, but it's decriminalized. So there's no. There, there, so if you get and, pulled over and you've got the card and you've right. got pot, you're, you're not busted. Right. And, uh, and, um, weed, you can't overdose from weed. Like there's no, it's almost impossible or maybe actually impossible to overdose from, from weed. There are barely, there are like no negative physical side effects. So from a doctor's perspective, you're like, all right, so it's I pretty can, safe. Who cares? I can, it's a safe substance, but you need to go through me to get it. I'll just make a bunch of money off of five minute phone calls. So it's like $200 for a five minute phone call, essentially. So you do mm -hmm. like, however you do, like, I don't know. Yeah. Let's just think how many of those you could do in a day. So many. Yeah. They, that's, we, they, they, we asked, you're like, how many calls do you do in a day? And they were like, so many. <laughs> they are making bank. They just laughed. They, re they really were like, a lot yeah, like it can't a, even count it there's got to be a back-end admin to that where they they actually have to create a patient record and take a few notes and store the record they have to do the paperwork but it's the same paperwork so. you just switch the social security number and the name and then you submit it to the state but because yeah, you're a company that does that i'm it's just all saying streamlined. It's, it's never it's never on the yeah there's definitely overhead costs like but let's say even that okay even with the overhead costs yeah that's Crazy. Five minute phone call per person, max. And it's there are sixty minutes in at and an hour. Then sixty divided by twelve five times. Is, right. So right, because there are twelve hours in the day. That's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had smoked weed before this, so I can make it an excuse. But yeah. So twelve times you do that. Twelve times an hour. Twelve times two hundred is twenty-four. Hundred, right? Yeah. An <laughs> oh, okay, hour. good. An hour, twenty four hundred an hour. That's gross. Times. Um, and then you. If you could do yeah. it for ten hours, the math well, would be so. So this company an hour times ten well, this hours. This company does it almost twenty four seven, maybe twenty four seven. So they hire out doctors to do each one. So I don't know how they split the money, but they have income coming through the whole day. It's a brilliant business. That's model. crazy. Yeah. You can set times like 1.30 AM for your phone call. That's a business. That's a business. I know when I saw this, I was like, oh, I wish I had known this arbitrage before because it's pretty simple to set up. You just have to connect all the pieces. Well, you have friends that are doctors. I do. I have okay. a friend. I have a friend that's a doctor. And I know people from college. So that's it. Anyway, great business. There you go. And great for insomnia. That's what I was trying to say. So uh, it was. Yeah, so back to the, the fetal position. Yeah, but period cramping. cramps, it wasn't that much of an impact. But the 
waking up super hot and then not being able to get back to sleep and just giving up. So like waking up at 2.30, trying to sleep for two hours, not touching a screen or anything. Two hours later, mm -hmm. I'm still awake and so awake. I'm, and I'm just angry. I, uh, it, this, I took, I did a, a half a week or a third of a weed gummy. Mm -hmm. And in 45 minutes I was out and I slept soundly until. Is that a CDB? CDB gummy? No, it's a gummy. It's like a weed gummy. I gave one to mom. I know she you? liked it. She mm -hmm. loved it. It's great for hot flashes. When I did that last she did like night, like a quarter of a, no she cut she it in fourths, this. I think. Yeah. And it's, you know, what's I funny is that. Menopause is going to be so much easier with weed. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. You can try to talk your mom into that. Um, I met a guy at the dog park. Or actually, we've become decent friends. Uh, take our dogs at the same time. And he's an older guy, a little bit older than me. And he basically kind of shyly said, well, you know, I've got this issue. And I've started taking um, CDB gummies or something like that. THC gummies. CBD, See, I don't know. CBD, it has none of the psychoactive effects. Okay. So he's getting, he's taking something like that. And he said, I know that sounds bad, but I like them. <laughs> they work. Yeah. Well, and I said, funny you brought that up because my wife just took one quarter of one last night. And she actually, because she struggles to sleep with. Hot flashes. Uh, hot flashes. And she slept great. Yeah. And um, I, I think she did it again last night and she slept great last night. Yeah. So, I knew I knew that some women in menopause really liked it. Uh, I didn't realize it was that powerful over the it's I think it's partly because of it's so relaxing. So it's uh, a muscle maybe. relaxant and a psycho psychoactive. I do think it's relaxing. it's sad that yeah. it's sad that we, you know, things get politicized so much and you yeah. know, we create these um moral traps or moral boundaries based on assumptions or based on whatever mm -hmm. um you know i i would much i would have a, i don't know my point is that i'm not getting out of it in any way is that alcohol would scare me a lot more than yeah pot amen you know it, no it's one not gets for the in a fight because they had too much pot you know what i mean you can have be an angry drunk but you're not, a, there's no, you're not an angry pothead. <laughs> no, no. Although you, you, I think you're more likely to space off or fall asleep driving. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so I, As I we experienced when I drank that beverage that had THC in it and I didn't know. Remember that? Yeah, it's the worst driving thing I've ever said. I, like, I drove you? up with you. <laughs> I drove us home. I hadn't eaten, and we went to the uh, the liquor store, and I was like, "This is so cool! Look at this! It's a beverage with CBD. <laughs> this great. is going to be great." I downed it. We half of it. I'd only drink I, half. That of was it. not with me. That was before I got in the car. I knew nothing about it. You were just driving like crap. <laughs> and then we I drove didn't know anything home, about it. And I was like, like "It's all right." And it, it was green, and I wouldn't go. And you were like. Uh, the light has turned. <laughs> and then, There's and something wrong like, with you. I think I said you're like, between why? Lanes. And I was like, I'm doing good. I don't know. I'm fine. Yeah. You're not particularly was... paying attention to where the lines are on the road or where <laughs> the other people are at on the road. You know, you Do have the social responsibility by. to like play well with others and you're not really uh -uh. too concerned about them. Right? <laughs> I wasn't worried at all. Me. I mean, I was chill. And we finally get home. 
And I was like, what is wrong? And then I read the, I didn't finish that drink. And the next day I read the bottle and it says CBD beverage. And then on the back it says 10% THC or something like that, which is the psychoactive drink part. And drive. That, yeah. Yeah. So that was a good lesson. It was so funny because we got, she pulled in and we were like, oh, glad that's over. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, what did I do? And I said, well, uh, when, remember at that intersection, you were on the outside lane, but you turned into the inside lane and remember, and like, oh, wow. Did I really do that? Yeah, I was not. I, I was think not it was the next it. day that you came back and go, I figure out what happened yesterday. It was. Yeah, it was the next day because I had the bottle in, in the fridge and then I read it and I went. Oh. Yeah, you had you had had it before we went to do our thing, whatever it was we were doing, something real estate related, I think. Oh, so I bought it without you. I thought we got it. We were leaving the liquor no. store. Nope, I wasn't okay. with you. I must have been somebody else. Because well, we just you and I ran to do went on some like went to show a property <laughs> or do a listing or something, and uh. I, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. Right, and that's what the Friday. Hey, I was thinking we should, we should, I have an idea, I have an idea I want to record. I would think we should make up a uh, theme song for What the Friday that's all us just singing acapella bullshit. Okay. Um, I can do that. But I don't know what it would be. I just thought it was kind of something you'd be really good at. What if we do it like, What the Friday, what? Friday, Friday, what the, the Friday, what 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 the, what, what, what? That's really good. What the Friday, 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 what the Friday. What, what, the the what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Friday. <laughs>